Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. New year, new problems, possibly, unless you got Mad Dog Manny Aurora, the man, the myth, the legend. Aurora Law Firm, specializing in criminal law, pops by the BS twice a month if you have any questions for him. You can always leave it either on our social media. You can shoot us an email by going to our website, podcastthebs.com, or you can call our hotline and leave it there, 404-369-3825. Even possibly set up a one-on-one with you and Mad Dog Manny on the show. He's handled litigation in 19 states, represented many clients, including professional athletes, law enforcement agents, lawyers, and politicians, top 100 national trial lawyers he is the man mad dog manny aurora the aurora law firm.com the aurora law firm.com the a-r-o-r-a law firm.com did you know in 2022 19.86 percent of adults experienced a mental illness issue it's equivalent to nearly 50 million americans just under five percent are experiencing a severe mental illness So what does that tell you? That means maybe you, possibly your friends, maybe your family need some help. Sometimes it's hard to turn to the person right next to you and you need to find that neutral third party. Ridgeline Counseling, Dr. David Markwell and his therapist, they've been uh, with the BS for quite some time, a personal friend and the best at what he does. Markwell Therapy com works with children, adolescents, adults. They offer Spanish-speaking counseling services. They accept insurance, offer self-pay options. Three Georgia locations, East Cobb, Marietta, right near the square, and McKaysville, outside of Blue Ridge. But you can always get to them virtually. MarkwellTherapy.com. If you or someone you know needs help, just reach out. MarkwellTherapy.com. We all got to have insurance, right? Or even possibly change insurance, which a lot of people don't know it's a thing and usually saves you a lot of cash. Sean Camp at Country Financial, he's the man. Looking for a new car, you're going to need insurance. You want to get a hold of Sean Camp. A new boat, a new motorcycle, buying a house, all these different things. Sean Camp at Country Financial is going to help you uh, with and walk you through. I wish that my mother would have talked to Sean Camp at Country Financial. She would have had comprehensive, and I wouldn't have had to bought her new windshield. All right, how do you get a hold of Sean? 678-519-9028. 678-519-9028. Make sure you say the BS sent you, right? Get a little extra special rubdown. Sean.camp at countryfinancial.com. You can shoot him an email. S-H-A-U-N dot C-A-M-P at countryfinancial.com. The camp agency at Country Financial. It's your one-stop shop for all your insurable needs. And now a Mexico moment with Nate. Hello and welcome to another Mexico moment with Nate and Alexis. I'm Nate and this is my wife Alexis. Hey guys, how are you doing? Episode number two. Um, So I think last time... Uh, we were talking about how we were going to Tulum to watch our, our friend Tom and Cindy's dog and stay at their place for a week while they went to Mexico City. So yep, yep. we did that, and I, I believe we were discussing how we didn't have like the greatest opinion on Tulum, but right. we really hadn't experienced it yet. Right. So after <laughs> staying there for a week, Lex, how do you feel? Well, what? What are you well, going to say? And I was going to say, and uh, <laughs> to be clear, so Tulum is kind of, it's divided into kind of two areas. There's the beach Tulum, 
where a lot of the resorts and the clubs and the restaurants and everything are. Um, and then there is like the city of Tulum. So it's kind of like Daytona and Daytona Beach. Um, so the, t- the city of Tulum is, while there are tourists and stuff there, uh, it's a little more localized, uh, a little cheaper, rest- uh, more kind of local taco stands and restaurants and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what did you think? <laughs> uh, I kind of felt about the same, I would say. I don't know. There's, like you're saying, there's the city of Tulum and then, and then the, the beach area, tourist area of Tulum. So I feel about the same. Maybe the touristy area isn't for us. And um, we're more of like a city kind of vibe now, but we, I know we used to like the touristy areas when we used to come down, but it's still beautiful. It's, it's exploded. It's just like built up so much since we've been, and it's only been like what, a couple years yeah. since we've been at Tulum last. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I kind of have the same vibe. I like the beach side. If you want to go to Tulum and stay in, you know, maybe a little pricier resort, kind of the vibes of the restaurants and stuff. It's like that boheme kind of like I yeah, was saying. Everything's new, like boheme, boho. Everything's made and... out of wood. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's definitely really cool. Uh, we took our, our friend Tom's scooter down there two different days. Uh, that was we, fun. Like, yeah, we did the beer chug. And we went to, <laughs> we stopped by, so look, for, for instance, we went to this uh, beer place called Tulum Brewing Company. Or no, was it Beer Company? Uh, yeah. Whatever. It, yeah. it really, it wasn't a brewing anything. It was just, it was one of those places that just sell other people's beer, which is totally fine. Um, so we're like, oh, it's a really nice day out. We're going to take the scooter down there, stop off for a beer. We played a little Jenga. Um, they were those table <laughs> Jengas. It was and, fun. Cool place. Very, yeah. Very nice. Yeah, definitely. Um. So we each get one beer, and we're like, "Yeah, oh, we better get back to the dogs." And I go up to the ta- uh, to the bar to to settle up our tab. And I'm thinking, I had like a hundred pesos on me, which is around five bucks. And I'm like, "Well, it's gonna be more than that, so it's probably gonna be like, you know, five bucks a beer or something." Uh, so I was like, "I'll just pay with my card." So I asked her for the the check, and the check comes back, and it's four hundred and like thirty eight pesos, oh which uh, is about twenty three dollars US. So if that if that tells you anything, that's kind of what you might be looking at if you're going to the beach side of Tulum. Uh, twenty three bucks for two beers. And little, little pricey, little yes. uh, ridiculous. Yeah, a little pricey. <laughs> I would have complained if I, you're so lucky you went up to pay by yourself. I would have been like, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So they came out to like, um, you know, nine, ten bucks a beer. And they yeah. included the tip, which I didn't, I don't appreciate that. Yeah. That's Let me different. tip you. Yeah. And then, the, you know, the, the Tulum side, which is the more localized side. Oh, we had the best tacos. We had those, uh, so those rib, rib meat tacos. Yeah tortas they have the best like fresh juices and stuff we had some really good food every day we were eating food <laughs> surprisingly great barbecue in tulum very good barbecue because it, it is hard to places. get decent barbecue here um one of the incidences we had was uh we went to a taco place and the tacos were like 20 some pesos so like a, a buck each uh we each got three and then you wanted or no, actually i got three you wanted a smoothie yeah. And I just wanted a juice. I just got a uh, coconut pineapple juice. So I, I go and pick out my tacos because it's kind of like an a la carte type of line. And go sit down and Alexis already has her, her smoothie. Uh, but what, they gave you two? Yeah, she gave me, it was like, I ordered a medium, mediano, and she brought out two. And I was like, oh, okay. She didn't really say anything. I'm like, thank you. She said my name, Alexis, here's your smoothie. I'm just thinking, oh, okay, they made a little too much and they poured it in there because they weren't like full cups. They kind of looked, you know, a little bit lower. So it's fine. I'm like, great, share with the table. 
And that wasn't it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then the the kind of server lady, I guess, comes out with my smoothie. Because there's a, a lady in the back just juicing. Yeah. She's just making smoothies and one, juice. One That's juice lady, one guy taking <laughs> orders, one guy making sandwiches. And the lady comes out and calls my name, says, Nate. And I was like, yeah. yeah. So I grab the, she gives me the, the juice and it's a smoothie. And it looked exactly like yours. Looks like mine. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, all right, whatever. At, at that point, we were so hungry and yeah. just thirsty. I was like, whatever. I don't give a shit. Like, they, they made the wrong one. Whatever it happens. Whatever. It's still good. So I'm drinking it. And I'm about half done with it. And then another waitress comes out with the juice. Did she call my name again? She did. Yeah. Nate. Yeah. Nate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't know Nate. They know Nate. <laughs> um, and she came out with the, which is actually my juice. Yeah. No, she went over to the other guy first, the, the table next to us. Yeah, there must have been another name. So <laughs> I think I got his smoothie, and then they were trying to give him my juice. Yeah. So then she brings it over to me, says my name, brings it over to me. And I was like, oh, yeah. And so our buddy Tom, that is you know fluent in Spanish, is speaking to her and kind of told her you know what was going on. You guys brought out two, and then you brought out this other one, but you guys called his name, mm-hmm. um, whatever. And so then she puts my drink down, and the correct one, and leaves. And then comes back, and they made us pay for it. Can't so, even believe it. Yeah. So <laughs> even though they fucked up, I apparently it was my fault. I didn't speak up and say something. I was just like, whatever. I don't whatever. care. You made the wrong one. So I guess since I drank that guy's juice, I had to pay for another juice. Ugh. It was just fucking ridiculous. I don't but, know how they got. There were so many juices. We each ordered a beverage, and that was it. But somehow there's, you know, they brought us out four other drinks. We're like, this was not what we ordered. But that is kind of how it is here. It's you don't really you can send something back if it is wrong. wrong. Yeah. Right. Undercooked, something like that. Yeah. But if you just don't like it or you thought you were like, oh, I'm sorry. Like my dad will do this every now and then, um, which is totally fine. But he'll he'll order a beer. And then if he doesn't like it, he'll send it back. And usually in the States. Uh, they'll be like, oh, yeah, no problem. Let me grab you something yeah, else because they, they want to promote their beer. Mexico ain't like that. No. These are like mom and pop shops. They're they're forking out money for the supply or the, the food supplies yeah. to make these meals and the drinks and everything like that. So if you don't like something, that ain't on them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they're not going to just like eat the cost just because you ordered something. You didn't know what the fuck it was. Apparently, if they bring you out double smoothies, you have to pay for that as well. Yeah, so, so next time we know. Something we learned. <laughs> <laughs> and I think last week we were talking about going to Chichen Itza. Yep. We had never been. We've never been trying been. to go. Actually, we we didn't want to go because it was kind of like the one to go to and a little too touristy, yeah. we thought. And it's a little um, far from Playa del Carmen. Yeah, it's like two hours. Um but we we always said if we wanted if we were going to go we wanted to go on on the equinox yeah. because as we said last week uh, the it's a special event it only happens twice a year the the Chichen Itza El Castillo the pyramid is situated so twice a year the shadow um, of a snake kind of shines on the side of the stairs the the stairway that's going down yeah. and at the bottom there's the head yep. um so that's like a kind of a, a major thing people come from all over yeah. to see it so and we and it was on monday so we yep. thought oh this will be a great day to go people are maybe the, the locals are, are working and yeah. then the tourists maybe have just gotten town or they're just leaving so we thought it'd be a good day and the weather wasn't the best all it was raining all week off and on so we're like no one's gonna be here it's right. gonna be great 
Yeah. So so we find a car, a uh, car rental, and we rent the car and drive the two hours out there. And it's it's cloudy the whole fucking day. So cloudy. So we're like, great. We we did this whole deal, and and we're not even gonna be able to see the snake, Me. the serpent. Me. So we get there, and it's like kind of. Cloudy, not cloudy. It's it's overcast. Yeah, the sun's trying to come out. We're hopeful. And this is supposed to happen at 4.30. And it only lasts for like a few minutes or 10 minutes or something. Yeah. We got uh, there early. We got there at like 2. Yeah, because we thought it was going to be really busy. Yeah. We get there. It was really fucking busy. There was a lot of people there. There was a ton of, like, tons of people parked. There's uh just, like, tour buses coming in. It yeah. was a shit ton of people. I can imagine more people there, though. On, like, a really nice hot day, a normal tourist day, Saturday or something. I could see a ton of people there. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so so we're just kind of walking around the grounds because there's not just the pyramid there. There's tons of other buildings and um, Different ruins. ruins and structures. And so we're like, all right, well, it's cloudy and we're probably not going to see this thing, so might as well make the best of it. So we start walking around. And looking at the different ruins. Taking and pictures. then we come back maybe like 10 minutes, 5, 10 minutes before to see if anything was going to happen. Yeah. Like if the, the, cause it looked like the clouds were about to break. Five minutes before 4 30, the clouds open up, the sun comes out, and then the snake, uh, kind of figure starts to appear. And it starts low and then it goes higher, obviously, as the oh, sun yeah. goes down. Everyone's freaking out. Oh, everyone lost their mind. Clapping. Woo! It was like a fucking concert. Everybody's cheering. cheering. Yeah. Lots of clapping. Everyone would clap. Every time the sun would come out, woo! Clapping, yeah. clapping. So it was everything we could have hoped for. It was very cool. Uh, I mean, I would say go regardless if this is going on or not. But just to be there on the, the equinox, we've been trying to go for like five years. So it was really cool to finally see it and get there. Really cool. It was unbelievable that... The, the sun came out right at the perfect time and then it actually went away again and then came back again. It did that like three times yeah. when we were there. It Couldn't have been a better timing. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Winter is here and we know what that means. Rodents are looking for a nice comfy place to call their home. Nothing better than a nice warm attic or crawl space, possibly yours. Do you know that rodents can cause thousands of dollars in repairs or even worse? Squirrels are the number one issue with house fires in the attic due to them constantly chewing on the wires, not to mention the diseases that they carry. Well, not on Inspect All Pest Services Watch. They do full or partial exclusions to help get rid and prevent rodents from invading your home. Whether it's squirrels, rats, opossums, or bats, they got you covered. Fully licensed and insured, Inspect All Pest Services is a company you can trust to take care of all your rodent needs inspectallservices.com make sure you mention the bs and receive 10 percent off your exclusion work year-round exclusions one year of rodent trapping included with annual renewal rodent letters trap set and attics and crawl spaces free inspections inspectallpestservices.com all right full disclosure yes rachel guy rachel the realtor guy is my wife on top of that she's one of the best realtors in atlanta uh, she's, well, not just Atlanta, in the whole state of Georgia. I see her all the time driving all over the place for a lot of you two percenters, which I'm totally cool with because she's finding you, some of you, your first house, some of you, your second house, whatever it may be. Everybody's happy when they use my wife to find a house. She's a realtor with Coldwell Banker, so if you're looking to buy or sell, just give her a buzz. Her name is Rachel Guy, and she's your guy. See what we did there? 404-797-4600. That's her private number. Don't get weird on her. 
Don't get weird on me. 404-797-4600. You want stress-free buying and selling in a really crazy market. So get a hold of her also by email. I am Rachel Guy at gmail.com. And back to you. Um, so we drive back uh, and we have the car overnight. So we're like, we're going to return the car the next day. And then I think we took off that day. Maybe the, the following. I don't know. Following but the, the next morning. So where we had the, the gas level, it was about three quarters of the tank full when uh, we got it. So and that's what you want to return it at. Right. So you don't get charged. Exactly. We when we came back and we parked for the night at our buddy's place, we had like one little it was a digital gas yeah, thing. Digital gas gauge, whatever. So it had one little bar lower than what we were supposed to be back at. And we're like, all right, we'll just put like five bucks in in the morning. Because yeah. on the way back, we put in 400 pesos and that got us up four bars. So we're thinking, okay, 100 bucks a pay, or uh, 100 pesos per bar. Yeah. So we just need one more, we'll put in 100 pesos. So in the morning we get, we're going to return the car. It has to be returned in like 30 minutes. Go to the gas station, put in 100 pesos and it doesn't go up at all. Nothing. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> okay, well. Figures. Sometimes it takes a little bit, but we're driving around for a few minutes and, and it didn't move. And I'm like, all right, well, maybe it's right on the line. Yeah. You know, you got to, it's just over it. So if we just put in another 100 pesos, whatever, it's around $5. Should be we'll good. be able to bump it up over to this this uh, threshold that we're trying to get to. <laughs> and we go to another gas station because I felt stupid going back to the same one. Yeah. And Luckily, uh, there was like four on the same corner. Yeah. <laughs> And then put in 100 pesos, doesn't move. Womp womp. We're like, okay, well, this is getting close. we got to return the car because we also get charged if we don't return it in time. Yeah. We go to a third gas station, mm-hmm. put in another 100 pesos, doesn't move again. Nothing. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> got to be kidding me. Yeah. We're going to be so, late. <laughs> so now we put in like almost $15 and it hasn't gone up even one bar. Yeah. So we're like, what the hell? We put in 400 before we put in 300 now it's and that one moved us up four bars this one hasn't moved at all so i'm like okay i only got 200 pesos in, in uh, cash on me left uh, it was like around ten dollars uh so i'm like let's just put it all in let's do it do whatever fuck it like we just need to get this back we had to be back in like five minutes at this point so yeah. we're freaking out <laughs> we go to the last gas station or the, the fourth gas station yeah four of them <laughs> i was like put 200 pesos in he goes and he starts filling it up and it stops at like 96 pesos <sighs> And he's like, it's full. Okay, great. I'm like, wait, it's full? It, it doesn't, it says it's not even three quarters of a tank. Yeah. And, and you're saying, let's call the, the rental company. Yeah. And I'm like, what, what the fuck are they going to do? They're going to like, hey, put in the gas. You, you got to bring it back at the level or it doesn't matter. I don't care what's going on at the gas station. I like to give people a heads up. I know it's better, like, maybe we don't say anything and get away with it. But he said, message me on WhatsApp if you have any problems. I'm like, we could just message him and say, hey, has this happened before? whatever this is what we're experiencing probably he'd be like shut up and get the car back here i don't really care not respond but you know it's worth a shot <laughs> yeah so we're like all right well it has to be back we're gonna get charged another 20 dollars for it being late yeah. so let's just take it back pray for the best because we're returning it lower than it's supposed to be yeah. and i don't know how i'm gonna explain it to him like no trust me it's, yeah. it's full the, the tank is full trust me and you don't get receipts at any of the gas tanks because or the gas stations because you pay with cash. You're, yeah. I mean, you, you could get a receipt. You can't you pay with card or whatever. Yeah, but, but we didn't, you know, yeah. so um, so we get there and I'm like, okay, the guy that's like going through the car and checking to make sure there's no dings or dents or anything and he takes a picture of the gas and I'm like, shit. So I tell you to run inside and mm-hmm. like give this guy a heads up what's going on. He was really nice. I went in. I'm like, so we have a problem and oh, yeah, we know the digital, you know, 
digital gas gauge doesn't work sometimes or it doesn't work as quick. It takes a while to show up. Like, don't even get through my spiel of everything that we went through and went wrong in the gas stations and all this stuff. No, I already knew. It's no problem. Here's your receipt. Here's your deposit back. Have a nice day. Like, worried for nothing. <laughs> Mexico. <I'm> like, <laughs> we should have well, known. Mexico. Well, not only were we worried for nothing, it irritates me because then now we put, we gave them uh, like a quarter tank of gas for yep. free because their thing didn't work. And so they're probably doing it to the next person. They're going to, yeah. it's going to be three fourths of the tank full or a little bit less. And then they're going to say, Hey, bring it back here. And they're going to do the same thing. They're going to be like, fill it up. Yep. They're probably just getting free gas out of those sons of bitches. <laughs> but like what? Like 90 pesos or yeah, something, true. I guess. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Um, so that was our little car fiasco <laughs> returning in Tulum. And God, this is turning into black cloud. I know. <laughs> Tulum was a great time, but we had some, some yeah. issues come up. But yeah. But speaking me- of black Mexico. cloud, it was, it was raining, like you said, for a good amount of the time. Rained a lot. Um, so one night we decided to go out for dinner. Yeah. It was getting a little cloudy, overcast. And and we go and we eat dinner and it's great. And we go to leave and it's just pouring. pouring. Just didn't pouring. You didn't even hear it inside. No. <laughs> and of course we walked there to, to this restaurant. Yep. And there was a gr- uh, grocery store next door. And so we'd already eaten dinner and Alexa's like, oh, I want a little dessert. Best desserts in Mexico everywhere, <laughs> especially Tulum. There's desserts all over the place. Yeah. Muffins and But cookies. the grocery stores have really good bakeries. So good. Shadrawi, Selecto, my favorite bakery ever. <laughs> yeah. And so, and we also have a little camera set up in my buddy's place. We usually bring a security camera when we go on vacation or go on trips. Uh, if we bring Tiger, because yeah. we want to watch him in the hotel room or whatever when we're gone to make sure he's good. He's not like crying or, you know... You know, whatever. You just never know. He's old. Just yeah, check in just on make him sure once he's in a okay. while. And uh, so we set one up in, in our friend's place to watch uh, Tiger and their dog, Sky. Yeah. And while we're at the restaurant, we check in on the cameras and Sky had jumped up on the couch. Now, Sky is like 16 years old. Yeah. Has the same issues as Tiger. Hips are kind of going just slow mm, and sleeps slow. most of the day. Yeah. Uh, Sky jumped up on the couch. Which is not normal, Mm-mm. and I was like, oh, okay, maybe she's like, you know, we're out of we're out of the house. She's just uh, taking her opportunity to get some comfiness yeah, on the being, couch, <laughs> being a little sneaky or something. It took her a minute, yeah. too, to get up there. So very didn't, shocked. Didn't think anything of it, yeah. and then like I said, when we were we we're leaving the restaurant, I it was pouring. Alexa stayed at the restaurant, and I ran to the grocery store next door to go get. <laughs> well, we got like a muffin or something like that. Some desserts. Um, so I got a couple desserts. Then it started to lighten up a little bit. It was just sprinkling at this point. So I walked back. Grab Alexis. We walk back to our buddy Tom's place, and when we go in, well, I'm on. Un- I'm unlocking the front door, and you're looking in the window. Yep. <laughs> and you see some water, and you're like, "Oh, great, Tiger peed." No, I'm like, "Oh no, that's not like him," you know. But he's getting older, so we're worried. And I'm yeah, like, oh, and lo- man. luckily the floors are like cement, so we're like, yeah. "Okay, we'll just clean it up," Obviously. you know. And then we open the door, and there's like water on the floor, and it's a not pee, and I'm like, "Oh no." And it had been raining, so we're like, oh, is there a leak somewhere? Yeah. And we we look in the bedroom, and there's water in there. And then we look in the kitchen, there's water all over the floor there. Everywhere. Couldn't we, even believe it. We look in the guest room where we're staying, there's water. <laughs> I'm saying there's water on the floor. There was an inch and a half of water on the ground. Yeah. Like, it, it, we were, it was flooded. Like, we were standing in, in water. Our room was the worst. It was super deep because the front of the house, I guess, is lower. So, it all went to our room, like, mainly, but everywhere. We are freaking out. And we're at your buddy's house. We're 
worst yeah. case scenario. We're just freaking out. Right. Yeah. We're watching our friend's place and the place is flooded, which, you know, it wasn't our fault no. um, because it was pouring out. It was like torrential mm. rain. Uh, but I'm I'm just losing. I'm like, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. What do we do? Like, what, what do we do? do? We've never been through like a flood. <laughs> yeah. Our house has never flooded yeah. before. <laughs> well, thank God there's no carpet in Mexico. Thank God. Um, basically, what we did is get everything off the floor that was, you know, could be ruined yeah. or electronic like my yeah. laptop uh, it was plugged in and i go to unplug it bzz, zap myself oh my god electrocuted and then um luckily he had a squeegee giant like, squeegee yeah, like so, a mop squeegee <laughs> so lexus is sweeping with a broom Ugh. sweeping the water out into the hallway and then i'm squeegeeing it out the front door oh my god we worked on this for like hours, hours. Just get, and we're calling my buddy and it's his birthday and he's in Mexico City and I'm like bro I'm so sorry to make this call for to you right now we had to let him know we couldn't you know yeah hide it till the next yeah, day do you it's let like, him know or do you do you not say anything till the next day I think you kind of like assess the situation see what you can do no matter like what's going on and then you have to update them it's their house they just moved into not too long ago so they have a new couch a new furniture a new bed and Luckily, the majority of their furniture and the couch are on really nice kind of like feet. They all had really nice metal kind of different style feet. So everything was up and didn't get too ruined. But I would want to know if it's my house. I mean, maybe not immediately, but once you can tell me like what happened or what what are you doing about it or do you need my help? Yeah. So we find out. It is not a leak in the ceiling, even though there was a little drip going on. That was not it. Nope. I was like recording underneath the bed in the guest room and you can hear like bubbles and stuff. So I'm like, Oh no, it's coming up from the foundation is a pipe burst or something. But when we were in the kitchen, we noticed that there was this towel in the middle of the, in the middle of the kitchen. Mm -hmm. We come to find out that since it rained so much, the spout that was coming down from the roof was going into their backyard there. And they have, you know, kind of an enclosed cement slab in their backyard. The drain to drain that got clogged with all the debris from the roof so the backyard started filling up, went over the the lip of the door, mm-hmm. like the door frame, and there's a towel there that they have to like dry your feet off or whatever. Yeah, puppies. It put the water had pushed it all the way like halfway through the kitchen. Came right then, under the door. Yeah. Right and, and we looked on the security cameras, this water came in fast. Fast. It filled up quick. The dogs <laughs> the poor puppies were like freaking out, like, what's going on? Oh yeah, Tiger's sitting there in uh in his bed. Like his soaking wet bed, and Ugh. he's just looking at the camera. And you know that meme where the dog is sitting in the fire, like the kitchen's on fire, yes. the dog's sitting there, and he's like, everything's fine. This, this is, is just fine. fine. It is fine. I'm fine. <laughs> that, that is exactly how Tiger looked because he was and he's bouncing around. He does not run really. No. And he was bouncing around this like, shit, I'm, we're going to drown. Send yeah. help. Get Timmy out of the well. Get him out. Help. Send an SOS. Thank God yeah. we had the camera on. But yeah, Tiger was. He was like, this is not right. Someone's going to be angry. We didn't do this. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so we got it all dry. Thank God it was just cement floors and everything. But, oh, my God, that was stressful. And I felt so horrible. But they were actually happy that we were there to, to do something about it. They because were so if happy. they were gone and they didn't have anyone at the house, their whole house would have been ruined. It would have sat there for for almost a week, like four or five days, yeah. just like that. Oh, my God. So, yeah, all in all, Tulum trip was great. We had yep. a lot of fun. Delicious food, delicious tacos. 
Um, but yeah, so I would recommend going if, if you're interested in going. I wouldn't say yeah. don't go. Just be aware if you're going to go to the beach side, it's going to be a little pricier probably. Yeah, ask how much things are, like prepare yourself, watch at the gas station, you know, just like you do at home, but there's, you got to ask here. You can't just assume prices. We usually do ask, but we didn't think, you know. Without one beer, I mean, how, how expensive can it be? Exactly. <laughs> okay, let's get to some listener questions. Yeah. All right. The first one is, where would you say is the best place to visit in Mexico besides where you guys live currently? And that's from Becky S. Cool. Um, well, mm. we, we've done some our fair share of traveling in Mexico and yeah. the places we've been to, we, we've enjoyed um, we've been to, let's see, Mexico City, Cabo San Lucas, um, Campeche, Bacalar, Valladolid, Mirada, um, Holbosch. Holbosch. Uh, they all kind of have their, their different things. Like, uh, Bacalar and Holbosch are both in our area. Um, Campeche is in the state of Campeche. Um, and that, that city was beautiful. Love so Campeche. it was like kind of a colonial, like walled city. They had a wall all the way around it. So there's a lot of history there. It's very clean. All the buildings are different pastel colors. Um, very nice architecture. Yeah. Really nice architecture. Uh, we really enjoy that. We love Mexico city. Love it. Yeah. It's, love it. it's one of the biggest cities on the planet. The food is so good. There's free museums. There's just art and history and culture it's it's like going to new york kind of um maybe without all the rats just kidding yeah. <laughs> it's a great uh, city very forward thinking everything's green and recycle this and that yeah, and how they so, can reuse things it's wonderful yeah so it, it's a city that has kind of everything um we really love cabo san lucas yeah. uh it's beautiful there it's on the west side of mexico gorgeous um the it, fish in the water, it's like the whole cast of Nemo is in the water there. Yeah. And <laughs> and it's a little like our it's like the west coast of our area. It's you yeah. know, a little touristy. There's a lot of, you know, Americans and Canadians and stuff that will come down from uh you know, on the west side of, of the US and Canada. Um and, but then there's some places that we haven't been yet that we'd like to go and uh, we'd like to go to Oaxaca, um, Puerto Escondido um let's see where else uh san cristobal and chiapas uh like chiapas is kind of more of a mountainous area they're really well known for their coffee um really cool cathedrals and architecture and stuff like that so yeah um, it kind of just depends on what, what you want to get into um if you want to do you know a beachy type of vacation you know our area is, is beautiful um in the west coast uh the baja peninsula um, but if you like to some culture and some history and, you know, Mayan ruins and stuff, or actually maybe more Aztec ruins, uh, near Mexico city, central, uh, Mexico is, is a great place for that. Oh, and, yeah. and then, um, you know, the Southwest side of Mexico is, is, oh, and then, um, uh, what's the, the place that, that everybody also vacations to, uh, Puerto Vallarta. And, but we'd also like to go to like Guadalajara, Monterey, I mean, there's so many places and they all have their different things. So um, there's a lot of great places to visit in Mexico. I think that's a good um, way to think about it, though. It depends what you want to do on your trip. Is it more of a vacation, relax, like you're saying? Or do you want to see more culture and history so that you can get both things in a lot of different places in Mexico? But, um, yeah, kind of depends if you want to stay more on the beach or or inland. Yeah. (laughs) All right, next question. Have you had any serious problems or have been irritated over the language difference so far? And that's from Caden. Um, I Not serious problems. Yeah. I think the, the, the most frustrating thing is just with ourselves because we, we have a lot of friends here that have been here for 10, 14 years. Yeah. And they're 
fluent in Spanish. They, I think a lot of times we compare ourselves to them and we get kind of frustrated, even though we've only been here a year and a half or almost a year and a half. Um, and we've learned a lot and, um, and can get around fine. You know, we, you know, groceries, restaurants, taxis, yeah. bars, whatever, like most of the, the basics, you know, we can, we can get, and we can understand. We just maybe aren't able to speak back in full conversations. Yeah. We're just um, not conversational yet. That's so it, but the, we're working. And, on. and also we are in an area that, that does speak a lot of English. And yes. that's actually one of the most frustrating things is since there are so many tourists in our area, a lot of the, the locals, the local Mexicans, know how to speak English or are learning to speak English. So a lot of times we'll go to a restaurant and try and practice our Spanish and they will speak back to us in English. So we're speaking Spanish. They speak English. We speak yeah. Spanish back to them. <laughs> they speak English back to us. And it's kind of frustrating because we're trying to like learn. And we asked one of them, like, what's going on? And he said, we are trying to learn our English too. <laughs> and so they're practicing their English, which I totally uh, respect and understand. Uh, but it's a little difficult when you're trying yeah. to speak. So I think that's mainly the most frustrating thing. And a lot of context clues really help, too. Oh, you're yeah. at the grocery store and somebody says something. Let's say, you know, when, when we first got here, they would always ask us something at the grocery store. And we could never understand what they were saying. Yeah, well, what do you want? But just by the context clues, we figured out they're asking for like a rewards card. Um, yeah. So like our grocery store has like a rewards card where you, Phone number, yeah, you save money and get points and stuff like <laughs> that. Uh, but there's a lot of context clues and stuff like that. So really the the most irritating thing has just been ourselves. We're just hard on ourselves. Uh, but we're getting there and we're practicing and, you know, we're learning every day. So um, so it's not too bad. Yeah. No, We've no, learned a lot since just in a year and a half. We've learned so much vocabulary, so many different things. You can learn Spanish all day long, but if it's not the proper Spanish for the area you're in in Mexico it, it might hurt you because everybody kind of has a little bit different slang a little bit different you know um, accent just like in the United States so we're kind of trying to figure out our area of speaking and and you know other areas yeah and I wouldn't say irritated but one of the things that is a thing is if you speak Spanish, you're going to either get a better deal or get better service yeah. often. So like a taxi, if you get jump in a taxi and you ask them how much it is in English, they can tell you whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But if you if you get in and you speak in Spanish and um, you you should know how much the, like the taxi should be. You There's there's a map and there's kind of a general idea of how much a taxi should be from one area to the mm -hmm. next. And if you tell them that in like that. um that amount in Spanish, then they know like, okay, this person lives here. They know what the fuck's up. I'm not going to try to maybe jack up the, yeah. the, the taxi fare. And they so, appreciate, you can tell they appreciate when you're trying, even if we might fumble through a new sentence or a word or say it a little bit wrong. They re you can tell they really appreciate um, when you're trying yeah. to learn the language and you're trying to converse in, in their language, so, oh, yeah. which totally understandable. It's very humbling. Yeah, I mean, I, I know yes. it's, it's kind of like certain people or places will kind of joke about how Hispanics in the U.S. speak, you know, with an accent or say something wrong or something. It makes you really appreciate what they're doing because living, most of us in the U.S. have not lived in a place where you cannot communicate with the other. I mean, there's thousands of people around you, yeah. but you can't 
converse with them. Yeah, or you and, don't know what they're saying around you. Yeah, and, and that's it's just like, like a little scary. Yeah, when, when it gets to like a point in the conversation where we don't know what they're saying, it's frustrating, but it's frustrating to us because we don't know. And it you feel like a dumbass every day. Yeah. Not <laughs> either not knowing what they're saying or saying something wrong and then they correct you, which they're just being helpful. Yeah. But you just have to, it's very humbling. You just have to get used to feeling like an idiot often. It is definitely very humbling when when you see those memes or whatever, like get outside of your comfort zone and that's how you grow. We are outside of our comfort zone most days <laughs> and you feel it. And we're like, why are we so exhausted? Oh yeah. I just learned a whole new, you know, phrase. phrase or, yeah, or, yeah. And I have to remember <laughs> yeah. this or it, it's, yeah, but it's great. We, we, I think also too, because we are very happy, kind of talkative, friendly people. We like to converse with people. We like to meet new people and, and learn about them in different places. So when we can't communicate fully, it's frustrating for us. We're for, like, I want to be friends and I can't, or I'm trying to. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure. All right, and the last one for today is, uh, is the weed good? And that is from Chad C. Excellent question, Chad. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it is actually. And it's... Uh, if you've been on vacation and maybe just bought some shit off the dude off the street, oh, it's God. probably not good. Yeah. Um, you're probably just getting like, you know, High rags school. or dirt weed. <laughs> <High yeah. school>. <laughs> <laughs> but the guy that we go through and, and to be clear, some people ask us when they, they come to Mexico, like, Oh, how are the, dis- or where's the closest dispensary or how are the dispensaries? No. Weed is not, a, not legal in Mexico yet. No, no. It is from what I've understand. And I'm not super, I haven't like researched it recently, but the Mexican Supreme Court struck down the law saying that me- that weed is illegal. They just haven't passed any legislation saying that it is legal or, you know, to open uh, dispensaries or things like that. So um, so it is just so, you know, if you're on vacation, it is still technically illegal or yeah. even if it is legal right now. The, the cop, the local cops don't give a fuck. They're still going to write you a ticket and try to get some money out of you. <laughs> yeah. Just be, you know, be cautious yeah. of it. But like my guy um, that I go to, I, I know well, and it's kind of, I feel like I'm in like Sopranos or something. <laughs> like I go meet him at the track and we have a, a local soccer team here or football Foot. um, and uh, called uh, Interplaya. And there's a track that goes around there or in their stadium and you can go there any time of the day and run on the track and do whatever and exercise. And so I meet my guy there and he, he actually comes in a track suit <laughs> and I meet him there and we do a lap and then he hands me the stuff. I hand him my pesos. We do a little deal there, but he usually has um, highs, mids and lows. So he'll have like low grade stuff for a yeah. certain price, a little bit more, has some mid grade. And then if you want some like good stuff that you could probably get at like a dispensary in the United States, um, he has that as well. So, so the weed, it, it can be good and as bad as you want. How much money you want to pay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, okay. Well, those are our list- listener questions for the day. Um, and we will close out the show with doing the, uh, the slang word of the day. Ooh, very fun. I'm excited. The Mexican slang of the day is brought to you by Inspect All Pest Services. Inspect All Pest Services provides high-quality termite, pest, and wildlife control. But that's not all they do. Inspect All can take care of your insulation, pressure washing, gutter maintenance, and other home services in Metro Atlanta and the surrounding area. And don't forget to mention the BS. You get 10% off. You can reach Inspect All at 770-483-2420. That's 770-483-2420. All right, Lex, you ready for the Mexican slang word of the day? I'm ready. Let's do it. And if you haven't heard, if you didn't hear our first episode, this is a word that is used in like Mexican Spanish, where it may not be used in every Spanish speaking country, but it's just kind of like a slang word that we've 
learned or are learning while we're, we've been here. Okay, the word of the day is chela. So chela is, uh, it's a slang for beer. Um, so the word comes from the beer cocktail uh, michelada, which is the, it's when they mix the beer with lime and chili and tomato juice. It's almost like kind of like a Bloody Mary with beer. Yeah, I kind of, I've tried it. They're good. Yeah. They like so, them here a lot. So chela is, um, to me, it's kind of like saying brewski. Whenever I sit, when I, instead of ordering a cerveza and I say, can I get a chela? They'll, they'll kind of like smile at me. Like, yeah, they so, know. Yeah, it's probably, you know, like I'm saying like brewski or something. So that that's kind of the impression that I got. And then we also, the one brewery that we do have here in Playa del Carmen is uh, Chela de Playa, which just means beach beer, basically. Um, that's, uh, so you, you could say something like, uh, dame dos chelas para mi y mi esposa. So give me two chelas for me and my wife. Yeah. So, that'd be great. So that's a little slang word you can use if you're at the resort and you want to order a beer. Just say chela, una chela. Una chela, una, una mas chela, por favor. <laughs> All right. That was the Mexican slang of the day. And if you got any more questions for us or um, comments or anything, go to the, the two percenters group. And I'm actually, I think I'm going to put a form on the podcast, the BS.com. So if you, if you think of any questions and you just want to shoot them over to us, you can do that and you'll email them straight to us. That'd be great. Yeah. Keep them coming. We love them. All right. Well, um, until till next week, you got anything, Lex? That's it. Hasta luego. And we'll see you. Talk to you next week. All right. Happy Friday, fuckers. Happy Friday, fuckies. Get off my lawn. It's old man Kevin and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support. Podcast at BS.com. Now, get out of here.